Saturday is starting Friday. Hurry into JCPenney to find select home expressions 100% cotton solid bath towels for $3. Plus, get an extra 20% off with your JCPenney credit card and coupon on select items. Or get an extra 15% off with any other form of payment. Prices valid 826 to 827 coupon required. Valid 824 to 828. Some exclusions apply. 20% off are to credit approval. Check jcp.com or newspaper for coupon details. And hey, Connecticut, come Friday till 10 p.m. and Saturday 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. to shop tax-free on clothing and footwear priced less than $100. Ends 827. J.C. Penny. SRN Survival Radio Network. You are listening to Capabilder Talk on the Survival Radio Network with your host, Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people. Talking about real issues facing small business today. Every Monday evening from 8.30 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. Enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to another episode of Cat Builder Talk with your host, Mark Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today, helping you build the capacity to change your life. We're in the month of February, and this is Black History Month, and I am broadcasting live from the Apex Museum in beautiful downtown Atlanta. Make sure you come by the Apex where every month is Black History Month. We have a number of great exhibits here and movies and a lot of things that talk about black history. So come check us out, 135 Auburn Avenue, downtown Atlanta. I won't ask you how you doing tonight, how you thinking of your plan, because it's time for a new plan, and we're going to talk about that tonight on the show entitled Going in a New Direction. But before that, the Survival Radio Network Business of the Week Join us April 30th, 2016, the Men of Vision Tour is bringing top speakers and leadership, community, and development to the Cobb Gallery in Atlanta, Georgia. This powerful lineup of speakers includes Dr. George C. Frazier, Dr. Reuben West, and of course, the Men of Vision will educate, motivate, and uplift men and women of all ages and backgrounds to go out and create opportunity and change. If you ever felt like you were lacking in vision or provision, if you ever felt like life was moving forward, forward without you at the wheel, then this tour is for you. Registration is required to attend this event. Go to www.mainofvisiontour.com for more details and registration. All right. At this time of year, we are all working to take our lives into a new direction. Only a few problems. In order to get somewhere new, you have to know where you're at. In order to get somewhere new, you have to set a destination. And in order to get somewhere new, you have to pick the right crew, the right people to hang out with and go with you. So we're going to talk about all this tonight with my special guest who will soon have their own radio show. We have Dana Parham and Janine Seals with us tonight. We're going to be talking about going in a new direction, family and community today, the single parent entrepreneur taking care of our responsibilities, and advice for entrepreneurs and people that want to change their lives. So stick with us. It's going to be a great show. These young ladies are primed and ready. Um, I might even have to extend the show a little bit. I think they got so much to talk about. So my last live show, we talked to two new published authors at the Apex Museum has helped to recently write and publish their books. 18-year-old Kirsten Harris, who wrote her book when she was 17 called Diary of a Mad Black Teen. Latricia Holden, motivational speaker, book is entitled No Longer Lost. This past Saturday, uh, Ms. Harris had her book signing. I was here. I kind of emceed that. It was a great event here at the Apex from 4 to 6. And next Saturday, Ms. Holden is having her book signing, so you need to come check it out next Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. So, so I want to go with you as we start moving into the new year, you know, the Capital Network is going to be launching a whole new TV channel. It's going to be on personal development, starting a growing business. I want you to be here with me. I want you to check it out, especially if you have a story to tell. If you've been trying to find a place to get your content out there, 
I want you to come give me a call. I want to put it out there for you. Well, I have a studio at the Apex Museum. We've been filming here tonight as well as all over the weekend. So I want you to help me take people to the next level. Now, past events, this past weekend here at the Apex, we had the Jesse Owens movie party was held here. What a great time to start a movie. Stephon James was here to meet his fans and discuss the movie. We then had a book signing. We had so much going on. It's just a lot going on here. and you, you really need to try to have an event here if you can. So contact me if you're interested in that. Coming events at the Urban League, as I say every week, Tuesday and Wednesday nights, we're starting a new series of business workshops. Go to www.ulgatl.org to register, see what the workshops are. Tomorrow night we're doing digital marketing and branding, and Wednesday night we're going to be still working on those plans. So I want you to check us out. Come listen to it because we got a lot to say. You know, I am so excited about tonight's show, you know, because when we bring it out, we're really trying our hardest to give you everything you really need. So I'm going to bring you in with a little James Brown. I'm going to go to break. And when I come back, I'm going to be doing my Cat Miller Minute. It's about embracing change. You know, it's one of the hardest things for us to do is embrace change in our lives. So. I'll be back in a minute to talk about that. And then we're going to get into this show about going in a new direction. You listen to Mark Parham, Cat Builder Talk. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. I'll be back in a moment. What it is, what it is, what it is. Mind power. Welcome to Ladybug's Glamorous Spa and Boutique. We are a mobile spa business providing top quality services to young girls ages 5 to 18. We offer a variety of glamorous, all-natural services and treatments, and it is our mission to promote self-love and self-confidence. Young ladies, always remember, before you can soar, you must learn to FLY. First, to love yourself. Visit our website for more information on how you can book a custom spa party today at www.ladybugspas.com. Do you have a business, product, service, or an event coming up? Is your current marketing getting you nowhere? Survival Radio Network is an award-winning network with over 1 million downloads. We're offering high-exposure 30-second spots on our network, reaching diverse demographics both locally and nationwide. Give us a call at 323-977-8172 or visit our website at www.survivalradionetwork.us today. SRN, we do radio. Do you have tax issues, owe back taxes, or need tax relief? Contact L&B Tax Service today. L&B offers you over 15 years of expertise and first-class tax service for individuals, professionals, and business owners. With nationwide service, you can easily find a location near you. Contact one of our tax professionals through our website, lbtaxservice.com. That's www.lbtaxservice.com. L&B Tax Service Incorporated. Tax professionals that you can trust. Survival Radio Network, with now more than 1 million downloads. Congratulations to the staff, producers, engineers, and hosts for your tireless pursuit of excellence. And thank you, our loyal listeners, for supporting this movement to inspire, motivate, and educate people worldwide. Survival Radio Network, Survival Radio Christian Network, and our new Survival Sports Radio Network broadcast top-notch shows Sunday through Saturday. Check us out by visiting our website at www.survivalradionetwork.us. SRN, we do radio one million strong. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Yes. You are tuned to the hottest network out. S-R-N. Welcome back to Cap Builder Talk on the Survival Radio Network with your host, Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. 
All right, I'm back. We'll be talking about in the Cat Bell Amendment tonight, embracing change. Now, I know I've taken a little departure. You know, most of my shows over the past few weeks have been more personal development than business development. But it's important to me that you get yourself ready for this change that you're going to do in your life. If it's business or nonprofit, whatever it is, you still got to be right with inside you. So tonight I'm going to talk about embracing change. You know, one of the hardest things for us to do is to make change in our lives. We want to. We, we talk about it. We dream about it. We cry about it. We shout about it. But sometimes change never happens. And most of the time, it's us who are stopping it. I wrote a poem about this a few years back. I'm going to read it to you. Uh, it's called Waiting on the Gotcha. It'll be here any minute. I just know it will. Just when I'm feeling good, gotcha comes to make a kill. The funny part is, I'm afraid to say that most of the time we invite gotcha in and even show it the way. It'll be here any minute. I know it will. I just know it will. The way to our fears, the things that scare us the most, the things that can break us down, almost. Gotcha don't want us completely down and out. It would have nothing to play with, nothing to knock about. It will be here any minute. I just know it will. No matter how strong we are, gotcha just hanging around, hiding off in the cut, not making a sound. To rid yourself of the gotcha, you only have to remember one thing. There's a plan for you already laid out. All you have to do is do your thing, all right? So that's my poem, but I'm going to give you six steps to help you create change in your life. Step number one, I want you to reduce the expectations. You know, sometimes our expectations are too high for our family, for our business, for our marriage. You know, nothing remains constant and lasts forever. But you don't have to. You can have reasonable expectations. Don't put so much pressure on yourself that you frustrate believe that change can happen or there's a possibility of it. Before it can happen, you have to acknowledge it. You have to want it. You have to be aware that change can happen in your life. This means understanding that things can and will be different from how they are now. Not only acknowledge it, I want you to accept change. You know, sometimes we change is coming at us, but we just keep pushing back. We won't accept it. So instead of resisting it, allow it to unfold and try to understand what's transforming and why. You may not understand completely, but you just have to trust. Learn from past, learn from the past experience and learn from the experience. Sometimes just embrace it. You know, you're going to start looking for finding lessons in it. Sometimes it won't necessarily be a lesson. Just embrace it. Acknowledge it. And let change change you. Also, I want you to recognize that you're growing stronger. When you accept, embrace, and learn from change, you will grow. Your ability to continuously accept change allows you to become solid as a rock in the midst of violent, violent storms. And the last thing I want you to do, I want you to embrace the wisdom, the wisdom that you were born with, the wisdom that you hear when you go dark, when you get quiet. You know, I keep preaching that, going dark, getting quiet. I'm going to have to do a show just on that. But I want you to embrace this wisdom, okay? That's all for tonight on the Cat Builder Minute, but I hope you like my little poetry there. If you if you want a written copy of it, I can put it, you can go to my website. I have a special site that I publish under my poetry uh, if you text me, I might tell you what it is. So that's it for the Cat Builder Minute. I'm going to go to break, and I am going to go to break with another one of my favorite, favorite ladies. And when I come back, I'm going to have two of my other favorite ladies on with me. We're going to be talking about a new direction. I'm going to set the stage for that conversation. We're going to come back with Dana and Janine. But you listen to me live, Cat Builder Talk, Monday night on the Survival Radio Network. So let's go out with a little Aretha Franklin and Rocksteady.
Join us April 30, 2016. The Men of Vision Tour is bringing top speakers in leadership, community, and development to the Cobb Galleria in Atlanta, Georgia. This powerful lineup of speakers, including Dr. George C. Frazier, Dr. Reuben West, and of course, the Men of Vision will educate, motivate, and uplift men and women of all ages and background to go out and create opportunity and change. If you have ever felt like you were lacking in vision or provision, if you have ever felt like life was moving forward without you at the wheel, then this tour is for you. Registration is required to attend this event. Go to www.menofvisiontour.com for more details and registration. Looking for a cafe with a home-like appeal where all who enter feel like they are a part of something? Visit My Coffee Shop, located in East Lake, Atlanta, Georgia. MCS has a full breakfast and lunch menu, offering both hot and cold options, and is home of the amazing basil lemonade. But don't forget their assortment of freshly brewed coffees. Come on by at 2462 Memorial Drive, Atlanta, Georgia, 30317. We're pretty sure my coffee shop at East Lake will become your coffee shop, too. Raphael Ashanti is bringing back real R&B. Impacting airplane now. Radio is already buzzing about sun. Come, come, come. single will have listeners wanting more and more from the solo debut album, Love and Life. Sun, come out. A welcome and much needed song to the R&B world today. Available now on iTunes at RaphaelAshanti.com. SRN Survival Radio Network. Hey, it's Mark Parham, and I'm back. Get ready to start talking to these young ladies about going in a new direction. You know, so before I do that, I'm going to kind of set the stage with some things I read online today about four things on how to set the new right direction in your life. Number one, stop overthinking. You know, much of our stress and anxiety about the future stems from all the analysis we do as adults. You know, when we were kids, we didn't do that kind of analysis. We just did it. But as we're adults, we start thinking about stuff. We ask ourselves all sorts of questions, countless nights awake, and we can't predict the future. We just need to accept it. It's not a bad thing, but just stop overthinking. Just shut it down. You'll be making your choice on what's really important to you right here, right now, not tomorrow. So don't worry about tomorrow. Try anything. Do something. You know, a lot of times we do all this analysis and paralysis. We end up not doing anything. You feel better immediately when you try something. Just get out there and do it. It doesn't matter if you just do it on the Internet. Research something. Write something. But do something to change your life and move yourself in a new direction. And this is what we very rarely do. We don't follow our inner voice. It's talking to us. It's screaming at us. But do we listen? No. We listen to what our mom and them say. We listen to what our friends say. We listen to what everybody says except our inner voice. Start listening to it. It's there to guide you. And the last thing, I want you to believe in yourself. You have something special. Believe in it. Start exploring new opportunities and trust yourself. Believe in you. You do you. You believe in you. So with that said, I am going to introduce and bring to the show Ms. Dana Parham and Ms. Janine Field. Young ladies, welcome to the show. Thank Hope you. Yeah, right. I like you. Yeah. Well, you know, hopefully I set everything up good for us tonight. Dana, I'm gonna, you know, both of you, I want you to introduce yourselves. Dana, I'm gonna start with you. Would you just introduce yourself and tell us who you are, and then Janine will will go to you, and then we'll start having this conversation. So, Dana, you have the floor. All right. Hi. Good evening, everyone. My name is Dana Parham. 
Um, and no, it is not a coincidence. I have the same name as the host. He is my oldest brother. He is the oldest of four children. Uh, he's the oldest. I am the youngest, and we both are, I guess we call ourselves the Alpha and Omega, so we hold everything together. We are the beginning and the end. Yeah. I am also um I'm also a mother of two. Um and I am I don't know, I just I'm really excited right now. I've got a lot of good things happening to me in my life. Some good, some bad, but you know what? Like you say, I embrace it. And right. I'm rolling with the punches. Um, I have learned a lot from you. I go dark a lot more than what I used to. And I am truly understanding what going dark means, and um, I'm just I'm just really excited about what's happening in my life and the direction right. that it's headed. New direction that it's headed. All right, that's right, right Miss Janine. Miss Janine, you had a floor. Thank you. First of all, thank you for letting us to be a part of the show. I listen to your show frequently, and so you know it's an honor to be a part of it. It's a growing network. It's a great network. Um, but my name is Janine Seals, and I am also a mother of two, grandmother of three, and I pretty much am the snapshot of the sandwich generation. I take care of my mother, my children, my grandchildren, but I, I do it with love. I don't do it as a chore. Um, I'm really excited about the things that we've been talking about over the last, I won't even say months, it's been years, and our conversations, <laughs> yeah, been have, been, our conversations have just been so powerful and and so engaging and we keep saying oh we should do this we should do that well we were we were called on the carpet and Mark said you're going to do it today and so here we are today and I'm excited about it I'm excited about the change too in my life because it has been drastic it is all right so let's start with you know, we have a lot of discussions, and we only have an hour today, so we we can't keep it going. You can come back, and plus you can have your own show in a little bit. I'll be able to come on there. But let's talk about first, one of the first topics I have, family and community today. What's going on? What do you see as being, each of you, uh, Dave, you go first. What do you see as being your, when you look at family and community today, what do you see as being some of the issues that we're faced with? Um, I think um, what I see is there somewhere there's a disconnect um, with family. I don't know whether, you know, a lot of people say if it's a, if you, you know, are in a single-parent household or a two-parent household, um, to me that doesn't make a difference because a parent is a parent as long as you're parenting. Um, but I see... You know, I see these children. I work with children. I've been working with children for the last 20 years. I started teaching preschool um, many, many years ago, and I've elevated to elementary. I've worked in this, um, with uh, middle school kids, and they just, it's like uh, they have no respect for authority. Um, the things that they say, they say to the teachers, I wouldn't have made it home from school. My mom would have been up at the school right away <laughs> with something in her hand, making sure. I mean, that just wasn't something that I did, you know. And um, they just, for some reason, there's a disconnect. And my thing is we need to, we need to get back to basics, you know, getting back to parenting. I don't think parents nowadays sometimes want to be friends with their children instead of being parents. You can be friendly with your kids, but you are not, that's not my best friend. We're not going to hang, you know, it's not that type of party. We can be friendly, but you're going to recognize that I am the parent and what I say goes. All right. That's me. All right, Ms. That's you. Ms. Janine, what, what, do you, what do you see as being one of the issues? I mean, it could be the same one, or if you see a different one, let's, let's talk about that. Let's put that out there. Well, there's definitely a disconnect, but the lack of authority and lack of respect is monumental. Unfortunately, I think our children are faced with so many different obstacles coming from social media, coming from television, and it's a distortion. It's distorted what the real family unit is supposed to look like, and it doesn't have to be a mom and a dad. and a, It can be a single parent, but there needs to be structure, and that structure is has gone. And I think a lot of it is due to, number one, we've got, you know, parents are getting younger and younger every year. Um, we've got 
you know, the households where the children are basically raising, raising themselves because as a single mother, you have to work, take care of the house, take care of the bills. I mean, there's a lot encompassing in being a, a single parent. And even if there's a two-parent home, then both parents are working to support the home typically. So you have the father here, the mother there, running the kids to soccer practice. You know, I think getting back to basics is one of it, but it's also having a routine and a structure that goes back to the old school, you know, sit at the table and have dinner together at least once or twice a night. You know, the act, activities, you know, you don't have to be in soccer and band and violin. I mean, just pick one or two extracurricular activities because the kids will have you running all over town. So, I mean, those are the <laughs> main things that I see. And I, I have adult children, so it's a little different for me now. You know, and I'm not their friends, even at, you know, at their ages now. I love them and I'm friendly towards them and I listen to them as a mother, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, I brought you in, I'll take you out. That old saying will never go away. Both of you said something, and it has to do with the outside influence. You know, it goes back to what I talk about, shutting off the noise. I think a lot of youth are being, they're listening to so much noise, and the noise that they're listening to is, is a lot of it's disrespectful, Okay. Um, I mean, YouTube and Vine videos and things like this. So how do you, you know, how, you know, every kid now has a phone and they have computers and uh, what do you do? What, what possibly can parents do to try to minimize the noise? Uh, how do you handle that as a parent? Dana, you might well, answer that better because my children are older. <laughs> you know, um, with me, I do phone checks. You know, I'm like, you know, like, phone check, homie, give it here. You know, I want to see what's going on. I want to see what you texting. I want to see what, you know, I need to see what pictures you might have on there. You know, making sure what websites are you going to. And you never know when it's going to happen, you know. Um, but I, um, you know, it's just kind of monitoring. It's like keeping the communication open with your kids. Communication is key. You know, a lot of times parents come in. They, I mean, everybody has busy lives, but you have to sit down. You have to talk to your children. And I, for me, I think that my children and I have a great relationship. Um, they come and they talk to me about anything and everything. Some things I don't really want to discuss, but I do because <laughs> I'm a parent, and that's what I have to do. Um, but I do believe, like Janine said, you know, social media does play a major Role. I mean, there are things that these kids see on TV that I remember, you know, when when 8 o'clock came on and Dallas came on, you didn't see Dallas at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday. Now you see these shows, you know, that have no business being on in the middle of the day. You know, sometimes I see my son clipping the channel. I'm like, wait, what, what is this? It's 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm seeing or hearing something that's totally inappropriate, and it's not on HBO. That's where you used to see that mm. stuff, you know, but it's just everywhere, you know. And so it is. It's just having those lines of communication open, monitoring, and not being afraid to step up and be a parent. Phone check, computer check. Yeah. I'm just going to check you because that's what I need to do. Janine, you said you have older kids, but even when they were growing, I mean, what, what kind of things we're going to have to start doing you know, to start monitoring? Yeah. My kids were, my they were the typical latchkey kids because I had to be at work at a certain time and I didn't get home until a certain time. And so they had a routine, you know, turn the TV off, not watching. Back then it was MTV or BET videos. They couldn't watch the videos in the morning. They had to, you know, get their breakfast. I got their breakfast ready. And they were ready for the bus so that the bus would come, you know, shortly after I left for work. And then I would come home and check the TV because they weren't bright enough to change the channel. And I could tell if you watched <laughs> BT or MTV. Um, in the evening, the structure was you come home, and even if you don't have homework, you do 30 minutes of some kind of reading, writing, something, you know, to stimulate your mind. And then we ate dinner together at, at any as much as possible. And at that point, you know, they were going to an international study school, so they were learning Spanish. So they would, you know, I would ask them what they learned today, and they would go into the Spanish routine. And so we learned so much during that time, and I learned so much about my children at the time. Um, but recently, I had the opportunity to be around a 15-year-old, and 
I'm glad that I don't have a 15 year old of my own. But what I <laughs> what I saw in her is that she had no respect for authority. And in my house, you know, the times that she was here, you you don't get a cell phone, and you're not gonna be on my computer. You're not gonna be on my tablet. You know, and you're not going to just flip the mm-hmm. channels and watch what you want to watch. There's a structure here, and you respect the elders of the house. And, it, you know, it's, it was it was like molding a turd because you can't change somebody who's not willing to be changed. And, Did you know, molding I, a turd. I said molding a turd. Have you ever tried to mold a turd? <laughs> <laughs> you want to? First of all, you want to mold a turd. No. But my point is that you can't, it's something that is almost impossible to change. And these children. It, these children, you it, it's going to take, you know, it's going to take a village. And I know that's one of the topics and subjects well, that Dana well, and I are talking well, about actually, a lot. Well, actually, we're going to move into that right now. I was going to, next topic was talking about the community. What do you see going on in the community that's affecting our family and our lives that needs to be changed or enhanced or the good, the bad, the ugly? But what do you see about the community? that we need to do a better job with. Either one. I think well I think we're afraid. Okay. I think that we're I think that the community's kind of afraid now to say anything. Um, to these kids and you know, I don't have a problem saying anything to the kids walking down my street, you know, yelling or cussing or whatever they might be doing. But I think there is a fear of these children because they I mean they got guns and knives but I think we as the adults need to be more proactive and speaking to these children, let's we speak to them first. We shouldn't expect them to speak to us. We speak, you know, how are you, young man? How are you, mm-hmm. young lady? Um, and the mm-hmm. and the village no longer exists, you know. Back in the day, you know, Miss Mary would holler out the door, I see you down there playing in that water. But now we turn <laughs> right. a blind eye to it, you know. So we can't turn a blind eye anymore. I think we need to step up a little bit. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think that we are afraid. I mean, because you don't know what, you know, what, uh, you know, a child, you know, is going through, what he might, what he or she might be carrying, you know, whether on their physical person or, you know, within the, you don't know where, what kind of home they come from. And I know in the school system, a lot of times I think there is a disconnect because a lot of the times, you know, you have urban school settings, but the teachers aren't necessarily uh, standing of that urban environment, and um, they sometimes, you know, sometimes they don't know, like, like you know, they may have a latchkey kid. They don't know what that child has come into that school with, you know, had to get themselves dressed, had to, um, you know, because mom had to go to work and may not have had breakfast or or whatever it is, and I just think that Sometimes I guess just working in the school system, I think sometimes if they, if the teachers were able to have some sort of professional development day where they had to or had to uh, do their student teaching in an urban setting to maybe to be more understanding and familiar with wow. the students that they encounter on a day-to-day basis and maybe have a better understanding of that background. Now, do you think, like, when we were growing up, you know, our neighborhood, we all did things together, you know. There was like a neighborhood block parties and things like that. Do you think if people started kind of doing those kind of things again, everybody just seems lost in their technology. You know, I have a 50-inch screen TV, and I'm going to come home and I'm going to watch it. But it seems like it's going to take families getting together again, finding things to do outside and in fresh air so that you do know whose kids they are. Mm-hmm. You can't say, I see you down the street. Cause right now we don't know whose kids these are when you look out the door. But um, So as far as the education system, what organizations are there in the communities that are there to help people and families? Um, I know there's some in Kalamazoo. What, what organizations are there to help families if there's a family that wanted mm-hmm. to do more? Well, there is um, Communities in Schools, which is a national organization, and also, I actually sit on the board for Parents for Public Schools, which is a national organization, which is all about empowering parents um, to helping them become engaged and involved in their child's, not just their academic career, but 
as well um, dealing with the principals or the teachers, feeling comfortable having conversations with the principals or the teachers or whatever faculty gets at the school, being able to um, feel comfortable about going to PTO meetings because sometimes those things have a bad rap because, you know, oh, they're clicky or um, being on the school improvement team or just coming in to volunteer into the school. Sometimes people feel um, intimidated, like, you know, I, I don't know anything. So it's kind of like equipping them with the tools necessary, you know, for them to go into the schools and say, hey, I'm here. I'm an advocate for my child and other children as well. Okay. Janine, any comments on the community or things that could be done in the community to try to help bring our families together? I think um, you have that you have a valid point. Um, or I like the, the communities and schools. They do a lot. Mothers of Hope, there's a lot of different activities. Um, but what I've noticed is that they're really, in, in, as they probably should be, but they're really kind of targeted to the um, lower-income families that, you know, struggle mm-hmm. with day-to-day things. Um, and and I think I think that those children are those children are the ones that need to see something different. So they need to see you know how the children in Portage live, and and that there isn't there is more hope than just you know running around, you know no activities to do. You know we created activities. We played kickball and stickball. Mm-hmm. You know these these kids are sitting in the house all day playing video games, but. You know, I don't know a lot about the different things that are in the community, again, because I don't have small children, but I know, you know, uh, communities and schools and Mothers of Hope or two that are really good. And they work on kind of developing the mothers, too, because there's a lot of young mothers out there that just basically don't know they need to be taught. So, something on the east side, in the east side community, didn't you used to do stuff in the east side community? Oh, yeah, I got involved with the Eastside Community Association as soon as I moved to the Eastside because I wanted to know who was in my neighborhood, what were they doing. Um, we had some community policing, uh, neighborhood liaison officers that I knew by first-name basis. I knew all the police officers by first-name basis. And, you know, over the course of time, that was probably one of the best things that I could have done in my neighborhood is know who's in my neighborhood when you don't fit in my neighborhood. I'm calling the police. I'm calling, you know, right. and I'm calling them my first name, you know. Hey, Donald, you know, there's some stuff around my neighborhood, you know, and they'll send a car in, in the car, and I'll, I'll yeah. listen for it, and I'll look out my window. So you got to know your neighborhood and know what's going on and then pay attention. Don't just go in there and close the door and close the blinds because there's a lot of stuff happening. And the drug activity, right. you know, in my neighborhood was very, very high. And so that's why I wanted to make sure that my children didn't become prey to that um, by being involved in the neighborhood association, and it did it did help. I also got involved in our church youth group because that's where we were. So anywhere my children were, I was involved in whatever they were involved in, and that that helped me I watch them, but also see the other kids. You know how other kids are. Cause other kids are influenced. They're just scary. I, I think they're so important. You know, one one comment I want to make, and then we're going to take a short break, is that. You just made a statement that some of these programs that are out there for kids that are low income and having trouble, I think sometimes they forget about the kids that are actually doing okay. Okay? They're mm-hmm. kind of lost. You know, I see that in the program right. that I'm in. But, yeah, so it seems like we need to develop some programs for the kids that are doing okay. Right. All right? Right. But, but so, um, can't <laughs> that low income level. They still at right. But they call it moderate, low to moderate. Income. Yeah, right. yeah. All kids are at risk. So, so we're going to do a little break. We're going to go to Erica on the other side. Uh, when I come back, uh, I want to talk about this single parent entrepreneur thing, Jimmy, and you've been doing. And we're going to talk about taking care of our responsibilities. But you're listening to Mark Parham, Cat Builder Talk. We'll be back in a moment.
Hi, I'm Ryan Seacrest for RAD. Over 300 people in this country are killed every week by a drunk driver. That's the equivalent of two 747 plane crashes every single week. And the problem isn't going away unless we all do our part to stop it. So if you see someone who's about to drive after drinking, get the keys. Don't leave it up to anyone else. Friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Mark Parham, and I'm back. Cat Builder Talk. I have Dana Parham and Janine Seals with me tonight. We're chopping it up about, about going in a new direction. So, well, young ladies, we're back. And I, I want to start out first with uh, kind of fin- finishing the conversation we just were having about family and community. It just seems like the, the, basic, the basic premise is that we need to get more involved, uh, stop closing our blinds and just get more involved even as a person or as a group in the organizations that are in our community and our churches. Um, so would it, is that a good summary of basically what you guys were talking about? I think so. Yeah. It is. I mean, it is. It's, it's a not, good summary. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think we need to just get more involved is key. Mm-hmm. So let's, uh, I'm going to slip into, um, Janine, you're doing this entrepreneurship thing, and I, I work with a lot of women that are, you know, entrepreneurs and getting out there. So I wanted to ask you just a few questions about the, the struggles, the good, the bad, and the ugly of the single-parent entrepreneurship thing. How, how does that work for you? I guess the biggest thing, it's it's not it's not difficult, but you have to be prepared and organized because there's always going to be something that's going to pop up. Somebody's going to be sick or somebody some something. As a single parent, you know you are the caregiver, the breadwinner, you're everything. And as an entrepreneur, you know you may get a call at five o'clock for a meeting at seven o'clock, but you haven't you know prepared dinner yet. Or, you know, so I, for me, I try to be prepared and I have to think ahead and think on my feet because if something pops up, I'm going to go do it. Um, if somebody's hot water heater goes out, I have to go find a plumber at, you know, 3 o'clock in the afternoon when they close at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, but my tenants don't have hot water. So it's, it's about being proactive, being prepared, you know, knowing your business. I mean, there's so many variables, you know. It's, it's more than just being a single parent. It's just being a single individual managing, you know, multiple businesses. It's like juggling, you know, multiple balls and hoping that none of them fall. And it's like juggling eggs because when one falls, Generally. they all fall. Right. <laughs> it, would, it would seem like you also have to have a, hopefully, a good support group. So, Dana, what do you think yeah. about that? I mean, About what? The, the support group. That how important is a support group for whatever activity? If you're an entrepreneur or whatever you're doing, you guys seem oh, to have a little tight group there. Yeah, we do. Um, you know, like I was, Janine and I were talking the other day, and I said my community is my circle, you know. Um, and I have, you know, everybody knows me. I've, you know, I think I have a cape. Actually, uh, you know, I got a couple capes, uh, thinking I'm Superwoman and Wonder Woman, and I can, you know, do everything. Um, but I have come to the realization that that's not necessarily the case and that it's okay to ask for help because a lot of times we don't want to burden someone else or we think we're being a burden by saying, you know, oh, I need some help, but I'm learning that it's okay to ask for help. And I have a, I have, I can, my support group between my family and my friends, I couldn't ask for anything better. You know, I know that I am truly blessed, you know, with, with um, the amount of support that I have. And, you know, and each of, you know, my friends support me in a different way. I know if I, if I you know, need, you know, something in particular, I can call this person because they have that expertise or they, you know, they're going to know something. And so that's what I like, you know, it's like having like a variety. You know, we have things mm-hmm. in common, um, but, you know, everybody has their own little special gifts. Talent. So, so I Janine, agree with uh, you, Dana. The, yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you on your role of support group. 
I mean, it, it seems like it's a very important thing, particularly if you're out here running your own business. It seems like you got to have somebody back there looking out for you. You do, um, and you got to and you got to be proactive and think ahead. I mean, the circle that I have is is a large circle, but yet an intimate circle because I need a variety of people, as Dana said. And you can't be afraid to ask for help because I too try to do it all, and it's impossible <laughs> to do it all. I mean. At the end of the day, you know, you try to sit down and you can't get your brain to shut off because there's so many things that you are responsible for. But my circle includes a lot of friends that have become family because I don't have a lot of family in the area. I have in-laws, but they're ex-in-laws, but they're still my family. But I don't have a family unit. It's just me, my mom, and my brother and my children where, you know, I have to rely on friends that are, are like family. I know I can go to Dana for certain things. Or, or I can spill my heart out to Dana and there it stays. Or if I need someone who can fix this, that, or the other thing, I know I can call this person. They can point me in the right direction to that person. Um, so the networks in the community are, are very, very different because the, the network is more business and the community is more family or family-oriented. And our friends, I mean, we've got a group of friends that are priceless. And it was a, it was ordained by God because I couldn't have picked these people to fill these positions in my life by, on my own. You know, I've got a strong spiritual portion over here. I have a strong, you know, I have a, a person that can make me laugh. I can I have a person that can talk me off the edge. So, I mean, there's just so many variables. Like you said, Dana, each one of our friends brings something different to the table, but mm-hmm. all together it becomes a meal. It becomes a family. Yes. All right. Let's, let's move to the, you know, final topic. Taking care of our responsibilities as we get older, you know, our responsibilities, you know, kind of increase sometimes. I mean, you said you are, you know, your mother's with you. Um, mm-hmm. we, we we have aging parents, you know. Um, I know they get tired of us trying to boss them around sometimes. I think they like, who the who the children here, you know. But <laughs> the fact is, is that. It, it's we we all have aging parents and they have needs and our kids are aging. Let's just talk about how do we uh, today? Uh, we, we still need that support group to even help us handle our responsibilities. It seems like. What are some of the issues that you're dealing with as you're getting older and dealing with family and things like this? Either one. Besides trying to tie your shoes. <laughs> I think, and and I'm going to, I think Dana and I talked about this the other day, is number one, you've got to take care of you because you can't take care of everybody else and not take care of yourself because there's so many people dependent upon you. And if you fall, my house of cards is going down. If I go down, I'm taking a whole lot of people with me. So my thing most recently is I'm learning how to go dark. I'm not good at it. Um, I do spend a lot of time, you know, in prayer, and, and I just really try to, you know, exhale at the end of each day and not take on too much. But I think we have no choice because we're responsible for everything, and having aging mm-hmm. parents is the hardest part um, because you do become – it's like a real reversal. I feel like I'm now her mother <laughs> instead of she's my mother. Um, but my my number one thing is you've got to take care of you and that's eating right exercise, taking that mental break, you know, and then having people around you that know you well enough to say, take a break or know you well enough to encourage you when they feel like you're down. And, and that, again, comes back to our circle of influence in our mm-hmm. community, our friends. That's my biggest thing. Take care of you. Right, I mean, that's it. That I mean, that's it. Um, you know, I think about, you know, our family and how, you know, I think there was like maybe three things that were important, you know, having that relationship with God. Um, Daddy always says what happened to one of us happens to all of us. And mom always said, don't ever lie because if there's ever something that I need, you know, you know, somebody says you've done something and I need to be able to say, Dana, did you do it? And if I say no, she has to know that I mean no, and then she's going to go to bed. Um, and so mm-hmm. that is, you know, that's the support that we've had growing up. And that's, you know, what I try to instill in my children as well. But like Janine said, taking care of you 
is truly important because if you aren't right, ain't nobody else right. It's like, you know, they all looking at you because if they look at you for things and then you're down in the bed, you know, uh, sick, they like, uh, who know how to make toast? I don't know how to make toast. Who make toast? You know? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you know, so you want to make sure that you, you know, you equip children on how to, you know, take care of themselves, you know, but also, you know, it is, you know, taking care of your parents, you know, is that, it, it's, you know, it. You know, and I know they probably listen and probably saying, "Who thinks what she means? Take care of her parents." You know, <laughs> but I mean, you know, um, they have things that go on, and you know, and we have to be there to help them. You know, but at the same time, right. they help us too. You know, and you know, right. and I'm proof of that. They are always yeah. there. So, yeah. you know, yeah. that's yeah. just how that's just how we roll. Well, we had a few minutes left here. You know, I've been talking to young ladies about doing a show, thinking about calling in new directions. What do you What do you think about it? You know, you gonna you guys did a great job tonight. It was candid conversation, and you know, hopefully you'll you you want to do the show so that you can bring other people on and have deeper discussions about this whole education thing. I, I just don't get it. Schools don't even have books now. I I, I just don't understand. No. Yeah, you know, That's insane um, to me. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and, so and what kind of you know, things you guys? Some of the some of the schools do have books. They just can't take them home. You gotta use it at school. <laughs> you take this paper at <laughs> okay. home, this pamphlet home, and go look it up online. <laughs> right. But it, I mean, there have to be computer savvy, man. I mean, there's right. so many barriers and things like. Yeah. But uh. I do want you guys to really get excited about, you know, putting your thoughts together about doing this show. I think you're going to be bringing a lot of information to people that just once again can the conversation about change. Um, as you said today, sometimes people don't have a support group, and that's why I think you're doing the show is so important because you can become someone's support group. I mean, they can call in and ask questions or blog Sometimes people just need a voice of reason to listen to. So hopefully you guys are as excited as I am about doing this show um, because I think it's uh, uh, just something that needs to happen. I just want to get some quick yeah. thoughts on what you're it, – so I have it on record. <laughs> Your initial thoughts on doing this show. Janine, I want to hear from you first. How do you feel about I think – I think it's a I think it's a great idea because you know the only thing that is constant is change and and we have to be mm-hmm. able to turn on a dime and there's so many things that go on in our everyday lives that you know things that are thrown at us and and I think there needs to be a venue for people to express that whether it's part of being you know family of of one or the sandwich generation taking care of your grand your your parents and your children um, I think that we need to have these candid discussions about, you know, more personal things as well. I know Dana and I were kind of talking about, you know, healthy eating, exercise. I mean, these are things that we talk about, but we don't do anything about them. Um, and, and just whatever people want to talk about, we want to be able to be that sounding board and find those resources to help individuals in the community or just, just be a sounding board. Call in with mm-hmm. your questions and and we'll answer them candidly and, you know, hopefully the blog will help because we'll put questions out on the blog to start a conversation. Mm-hmm. One thing I do like about um, one of the morning shows, I don't know, is it Steve Harvey, the strawberry letter? And you know, we don't get those mm-hmm. stations, but you know, they're mm-hmm. always, somebody's always in need. And so someone, we may, we may have gone through it and I never want, you know, my pastor said, I don't want my distraction to be someone else's destruction. So I want to be focused enough to be able to help somebody uh-huh. else with my something I've gone through. So uh, uh-huh. I'm excited. I think it's I think mm-hmm. it's a good idea. I'm I'm ready for it. It's a good, it's a good time for it. Okay, Dana. Yeah, I mean I I agree 100. percent I think that you know it's important because people need to know that they're not alone because sometimes people just feel like I'm I'm so alone. I'm the only one mm. going through this. Nobody understands. Mm-hmm. But there are people out there that understand. And, you know, Janine and I have so many conversations, so many deep conversations. Um, 
and, you know, things that we've been through, you know, marriage, divorce, being single, you know, raising children, just everything. Um, And just like I said, being that sounding board for people, you know, saying it's okay, call, you know, and we're going to keep it real with you know, so you have to be able to, you know, to be able to accept that we're going to keep it real. We That's just how we roll. That's how you roll. All right. That's how we so roll. You heard it from the night. That's how you roll. All right. Well, I want to thank you guys for coming out tonight. I had a good time with you. I can't wait till we get this show on the road. But thanks for your insight and your conversation. And, well, thank uh, you for having me. I look forward to all right, I look forward to helping you guys put this together. Thank right, you, ladies. appreciate it. Okay. All right, all right. Talk soon. Talk to you later. Right, take care. Okay. All right. Bye bye. Bye for now. All right, Mark Fire Amcap Builder Talk. You heard it tonight. Family, community, single parent, taking care of responsibilities. There's a lot going on right now. And it just seems like we have to get engaged. But the thing that we have to do first is shut off all this external noise. Turn it off. Turn off the cell phones or turn off Facebook. Turn off the 1,500 television channels you have. You know, they said reading is fundamental. I don't know if we read it anymore other than what's on the television screen. So we really need to start getting involved in our community and getting our children involved in our community so they have a sense of purpose. We used to know the police officers in our neighborhood. Now we're afraid of them. So, you listen to Mark Farham, Cat Builder Talk, real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. It was a great show. I look forward to our next encounter, which will be next week, Monday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to be a guest. If you have a great topic for the show, please contact me. You can click on the email message, get guests on the show. Let me know what you want to talk about. I'm wide open. This is a brand new year. I want brand new thoughts. So, I'm going to leave you a little ass that bag, lady. You have a great evening. And I look forward to talking with you next week. joining us this evening on the Cap Builder Talk radio show on the Survival Radio Network with your host, Mark E. Parham. Real talk with real people talking about real issues facing small business today. We are here every Monday evening from 8.30 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To be a guest or for more information, go to capbuildertalk.com. Please post comments on facebook.com forward slash capbuildernetwork. We hope you enjoy the show.
JCPenney Saturday is starting Friday, and now you can get great deals for your home, too. Hurry in to JCPenney this Friday and Saturday to find select Home Expressions 100% cotton solid bath towels for only $3. Plus, get an extra 20% off with your JCPenney credit card and coupon on select apparel, home, shoes, fine jewelry, and accessories in-store and at jcp.com. Or save an extra 15% off with any other form of payment. Now that's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Price is valid 26 to 27 coupon required. Valid 24 to 28 Some exclusions apply. 20% off for a subject credit approval. Check jcp.com or newspaper for coupon details. Hey, it's Flo, and this is my impression of a drill instructor directing a musical. Town hut! Get those tap heels in line and let me see those jazz hands! Are you bundling your home and auto insurance through Progressive? Can you hear me through those sequins? Bundle your home and auto through Progressive and save. Left, 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 and step ball change. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates. Home insurance provided and serviced by other select insurers.